Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. It is November 7th, hard to believe. And uh, glad you're with us today as we get ready to talk to Dave here in a second. Let's not forget that uh, in the world we live, there are so many things that we do not have control over. You can take control of your retirement portfolio by knowing the amount of risk you have in that portfolio and knowing the amount of risk you should have in that portfolio. Risk-based portfolios are very important. The closer you get to retirement and being in retirement, give us a call. 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. 842. Let's check in and see what's happening on Wall Street with you and your money. We got a winning streak going through yesterday, and I got a few friends that are just going, yee-haw, happy times are here again. Let's see whether both Philip Statler and I are in about the same outlook position on that. Let's go downtown, talk to Philip now. How are you this morning, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Hope you shot good yesterday and, uh, you know, had a good time on the golf course. We had fun. I, I I will brag. I could not miss a putt all dang day. And our our group came in with a, a 55, 17 under par, and we were really really happy with that until a group in our flight suddenly logged to 54. So we came in second. So okay, charity scrambles being what they are, we uh, came in second. And uh, in the championship flight, that feels good to begin with. So uh, my ego is kind of riding a high this morning. Hey, I got some friends that have too many equities in their retirement fund, but they're all happy and uh, joyful and gleeful because we're on a winning streak on Wall Street. I was looking at it last night, though, talking about it. And if I take the Dow, year to date, we're just pennies ahead of where we started the year because we've been on a down streak for a while. It'd be kind of nice if we could get back up to the levels we were at like five months ago, and then I could actually get giddy about this, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and we've had, you know, like I said, we had three down months um, and now we've had a, a week or so of some some positive gains as we head into this uh, this week. And, and you're right. Year to date, they're still doing well. I mean, the Dow's a big laggard right now, only up two point six percent, but everything else is up over 10 percent. So so doing well from that standpoint. But the question is, how long can we continue this upward movement. And I got to say, Dave, this morning, um, based on the futures anyway, uh, this may be the day that uh, we uh, we head the other direction. Might be a reality check generated by some rubber chicken circuit speeches from the various Fed governors who were telling me I wasn't watching things yesterday. I was busy on the golf course. But uh, from what I understand, Cash Geary was out again and basically said the same thing that Paulson said at his press conference last week. But why do they believe this turkey instead of Paulson? All of a sudden, now they're believing. Oh, that's right. Rates aren't going to go down anytime soon. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's it's because it's a, a second opinion, maybe coming in from somebody different. Um, but it's going to be interesting today because I think I see seven seven different folks uh, from the Federal Reserve speaking today. Um, starting at seven thirty, started at seven thirty this morning, and gets done about one thirty this afternoon. So. It's going to see what kind of pressure that puts on the market as well. 
It's going to be kind of a herky-jerky day, I suspect, based on the rubber chicken circuits. I've been just watching the S&P and the Dow, and you're right, the S&P is up considerably better than the Dow, but still nowhere near even its this-year high, let alone its record high, so we still got a way to go. And the decliners were outnumbering advancers the other for the last couple of days anyway. So, I mean, yeah, I like seeing the indexes go up. Don't get me wrong, but uh, this is uh, this pond is uh, pretty wide, but it's uh, really pretty shallow, isn't it? it? It definitely seems that way. You know, you're getting um, certain names are pushing the indexes up because of their capital weighting, right? So that that has an effect on those indexes. Absolutely. And then when the blue chips start getting hit by uh, speeches from the Federal Reserve governors, it doesn't help a bit. Tidbits out this morning, the only economic data dump we got out of the federal government. This is kind of into the doldrum period for government data dumps, but it wasn't good news again, neither for us or for the economy, for that matter. Uh, September trade balance, our trade deficit with the rest of the world, they were expecting it to go up by oh, a couple of billion from 58.3 to 60.5. Uh, we went all the way up to $61.5 billion worth of trade deficit, up 4.5%. We're still spun, spending money with, like, drunken sailors and spending it overseas, neither one of which is good for what we hope happens with the economy. Yeah, we, we don't. And that's, that's, you know, that trade deficit, that's a big deal. Um, you know, I read an article this morning talking about debt is a wall of debt rolling. Um, the, the CIO at Bridgewater was talking about how, you know, the GDP to debt ratio is skyrocketing up to mm-hmm. like 120%. And it, we're rolling about 25% of our GDP debt in debt every year now. And that's up more than double what it was uh, probably 20 years ago. Yeah, they've always said that, you know, don't worry about the Fed, the government debt. It's nowhere close to the GDP. Well, I'm sorry, that's not the case anymore. I mean, we, we can afford to borrow. We're big. We can afford to borrow a lot. We're big. We can't afford to borrow more than we're worth. That's right. Nobody can do that, right? Uh, except, of course, you're Congress and you're trying to buy votes. <laughs> and then, then you can borrow as much as dang well please. And it seems to be pretty much what the attitude of both the Republicans and the Democrats are in Congress. Uh, by and large, you were mentioning that uh, it looks like we're taking a few profits today, and uh, some of it might be off of the reports we've had over the last 24 hours. Among others, uh, how did Uber do? They're one of the adventurous new glamour stocks. How'd they come through the quarter with? They are. So Uber, uh, um, they they missed on their earnings by about $0.02 cents a share, came in at $0.10. Cents. They missed on revenue as well. Um, and so they did have one shining bright spot in their KPIs, and that was their gross bookings. So the amount of that people spent with them uh, went up significantly. It was like $35 billion. Um, and so that topped the 29 to 30 billion that was kind of their guidance. And so that was good news for them. That's not enough good news though to help them. Uh, into the green today. They're down about 2.6% this morning. Wait a minute. If, they're, if, they're, if their gross bookings and revenue beat everything that they'd done before, how'd they miss on revenue? What have they got for a second revenue stream in there? I, I'm not sure. I'm thinking that they probably look at their revenue stream based on what their fee is to them. 
not what, okay. not not their gross not their gross um revenue. I, I don't know that for a fact. I'm just I'm just looking at the numbers and thinking, okay, that may that be was wondering if they're yeah, if they're if they're if their revenue off of you know uh, rides was up more than expected, uh, you know, wondering what fell short, drug sales or something. I I'd... I think that like I said, because because they had thirty five point three billion of bookings, but mm-hmm. their revenue was nine hundred twenty nine billion. Okay. So I think they're only booking as their revenue the fees they generate. Okay. It's. Uh, I'm sorry they didn't do as well as expected, but I'm glad the traffic for the business is going up. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's that's good news for them. So. Other indications. Um, so we had UBS reported. Remember, UBS um, they they had to swallow up Credit Suisse. Uh, oh, that's I, right. I think yeah. about a year ago, right? So um, they're uh, they 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 did okay. I mean, they they had an operating profit which I think was kind of a little bit better than expected. Um, they had $2 billion in expenses related to that whole integration of Credit Suisse coming into them. Um, and so UBS is actually trading up this morning 3.1%. Um, I got more good news than bad news today, Dave. Uh, Planet Fitness Take reported. Take that happily, yeah. Yeah, Planet Fitness reported. Um, yeah. They beat by $0.04 cents a share, came in at $0.59. Cents. Revenue better than expected as well. And so um, they're up like almost 9% this morning. The, wow. Uh, yeah. You, so always ster- you, always, you always stereotype fitness clubs as being big first quarter, and then everybody falls off their resolutions by March, and they become ghost towns. Does, well, they, they may become ghost towns. They may become ghost towns, but they keep hitting your debit card every month, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we cynical this morning or what? Uh, hey, the other one I have is TripAdvisor. Uh, yeah. TripAdvisor had a, a good quarter, beat expectations. Uh, they came in at fifty-two cents a share. That was five cents better than expected, on about twenty-eight million dollars more in revenue that was expected as well, five hundred thirty-three million. And so they're a big winner today. They're up almost eleven percent this morning. All righty. Well, I, I like it when you've only got good news for the well, day. I do have, I do have, well, this is not really, they didn't earn, but they got downgraded. And so yeah. Peloton. Peloton. You know, we, yeah, we've talked about them off and on over the years. I, I uh, thought they were really hot again. That, well, I don't know. I saw a news feed the other day. They're starting to rent their bikes now. So, um, but they got downgraded by Deutsche Bank today. And they're, uh, they're, that's causing them to lose about 4% of their, their value. Because everybody's going to Planet Fitness to use them now. <laughs> yeah. I'm tying the different things together. That's what I'm good at. Resetting the table here, we had a modest up day yesterday on Wall Street. Dow was up by 35. Standard & Poor's up by 8. NASDAQ was up by about 41. And you kind of alluded to it earlier. It looks like the bloom's falling off the rose a little this morning. 45 minutes early. How are we doing? We do. We've got the Dow down almost two-tenths of a percent. The uh, S&P 500 is down between a tenth and two tenths. The only green I have right now is the NASDAQ 100. Not the NASDAQ, but NASDAQ 100 is up almost a tenth of a percent. And the Russell 2000 down about three tenths of a percent. So um, most everything's in the red today. Uh, Even on the other side of the coin, we got silver down two and a half, well below 23 again to $22.66 an ounce. 
Gold down below 2000 again, down eight tenths to $1,972 an ounce. And crude oil, you, you know, you should be cheering, Dave. It's down below 80, down 1.6% to $79.50 a barrel. I got to take more days off. You do a better job talking oil down than I do. <laughs> Overseas markets, I got one out of two because for some reason my report on Europe is showing solid zeros. I don't know what goes on. Asian rim market ended up closing almost universally down at 6 a.m. this morning, which is kind of odd following an update for us on our markets. Uh, Hang Seng and Hong Kong was down as much as a percent and a half. Mainland Chinese markets were not quite as bad. They were down fractionally, but it was definitely a red day on the Asian rim last night. Somebody needs to figure out how to retire with a plan. Uh, the herky-jerky nature of what goes on, a Fed governor goes a rubber chicken speech and the market tanks by 100 points. You need to get that kind of risk out of your portfolio. How do I find you to do that? Well, that's true, Dave. you got to understand the risk you have on the, all the different markets that are out there. That's why we developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. And back again tomorrow morning here on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then, all right? All right, have a great day. Be well, thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us. Remember, risk is one thing you can control. You just need to know what it is. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. Hope you have a great day. Join us again tomorrow. Take care.